When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes, your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo 50 Radio Network. Well, a reoccurring theme in the Democrat media is how can Christian evangelicals possibly support this heathen Donald Trump for re-election with his history of divorce and infidelity? Lately, the renowned sodomite Democrat presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg has taken to calling Christians who support Trump hypocrites. To talk about it, we're joined now by Doug Giles. He's founder and editor of Clash Daily and co-author of the new book, Would Jesus Vote for Trump? You can find it now on Amazon. Doug, thanks for joining us. Jim, we're shaking, big dog. Just, uh, just trying to get through this uh, this impeachment fever that has gripped Washington D.C. I can't believe we're about to be drugged back through it again. But I wanted to talk to you about your new book. Uh, Would Jesus vote for Trump? You know, we've got uh, we've got the Democrats who have uh, sort of developed a theme now in this reelection campaign that uh, if you support Donald Trump or are a Republican, uh, that you're somehow, um, you know, a a hypocrite and not true to the faith. And I want to just uh, play a a little clip for you of of an example of this. This is uh, Pete, Mayor Pete, St. Pete, uh, doing just that. We got to talk about one other thing, because the Republican Party likes to cloak itself in the language of religion. Now, our party doesn't talk about that as much, largely for a very good reason, which was we are committed to the separation of church and state, and we stand for people of any religion and people of no religion. But we should call out hypocrisy when we see it. And for a party that associates itself with Christianity, to say that it is okay to suggest that God would smile on the division of families at the hands of federal agents, that God would condone putting children in cages, has lost all claim to ever use religious language. So, Doug, if you don't support open borders, you're not a good Christian. Yeah, it's funny that uh, old booty judge, Mayor Pete, said that um, that any any good person, anybody who claims Jesus, anybody that's evangelical, supports Trump, if, if they're against separation of families, they're the devil, and, uh, and Trump is, so you can't support him. I believe it was uh, uh, Jesus himself who said that I came to separate mother from daughter, father from son, brother against sisters. Uh, I came to bring a sword. I didn't come to bring peace. Members of your own household is going to be your worst enemy. So, you know, if we're going to run uh, um, Mayor Pete's <laughs> propositions through the gauntlet of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, then I think he just got put in the wood chipper. What I find interesting about uh, uh, Mayor Pete and, <laughs> and the left when they start quoting scripture, they're the party that booed God in their 2012 convention. They're the party of strident atheists, Satanists, Pagans, I mean, the most unsavory 
Star Wars bar scene that you can imagine of anti-theistic belief systems, socialist, communist, are part and parcel of the Democratic Party. So, yes, Pete, climb back up on your soapbox and preach to us about how onward we are for supporting uh, number 45. Well, you know, they say if you don't support uh, open borders that you're unchristian somehow, but they never make the corollary that every time somebody is arrested in this country for violating the law, they're separated from their children and they're put into cages. And those children are sent off to, um, you know, to group homes or foster homes or if there's a relative available, exactly how the children on the border are treated. So, you know, it just strikes me the fact that he's just using this religion to try to vilify uh, a religious faith. And that is the very definition of bigotry. Yeah, and the, the interesting thing is for old, uh, uh, Mr. Booty Judge is that Obama's the one who built those cages, I believe, back in uh, 2014 <laughs> that he so loathes now. And he didn't say diddly squat, you know, about it uh, five years ago. Well, that's because uh, uh, Obama is virtuous and and you and we are not. But, uh, you know, he also says, Mayor Pete does, that if you uh, are a skeptic in this global warming hoax, that uh, you are also not a Christian and not uh, worthy of uh, forgiveness. You know, the thing that I, I tackle in my book, uh, Would Jesus Vote for Trump, in, re- in relation to, you know, how can Christians support uh, uh, the president because of his deep dive in the superfluity and naughtiness back when he was a young 30-something uh, billionaire, um, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at him. It's like, you know, how can you? They told me this too when, uh, when you know, I've been a very outspoken Christian for many moons, very successful in, in my uh, writing books, my blog on Clash Daily has 260 million page views. I mean, a lot of people uh, read my stuff. And, um, and everybody knew that, you know, Doug's a believer. I know the Catholic buddies think that I've got the soul of a heretic, and my evangelical buddies think I got a, the mouth of a stevedore, but I do believe. Uh, Christ was uh, crucified on my behalf, and his death, burial, and resurrection is what saves me. It has nothing to do with any of my works. That said, I'm sitting there looking at uh, the ascendancy of Trump in uh, 2015 when he declared, came down that golden uh, staircase in Trump Towers, and then all my evangelical Never Trumpkin buddies that were you know, completely sold out to Ted Cruz and Ben Carson, whom I like, uh, they said, how can you support him? And uh, do you have any biblical precedents? Because the guy's got a bad past. Says, Listen, man, all of us have bad past. Exactly. But the Bible, it, the Bible's filled with uh, some really kooky characters that God used greatly, like King David who committed adultery and covered it up with murder, uh, like Abraham who committed adultery and lied about being married twice and gave his wife to two different kings. Uh, Moses had uh, anger issues, murdered a dude, and was running from the law and had a crappy job. Well, the bottom line, the very cornerstone of the Christian religion is forgiveness and redemption. And, you know, if if at some point you're denied that, uh, then the the Christian, uh, the religion itself is bankrupt. Well, I think uh, I think that's the, uh, you know, my daughter, uh, Hannah Giles, who destroyed Acorn with those nation-shaking undercover videos, she said, Dad, when I finished that book, she said the overarching theme of this is grace. You know, God use uh, God. God has nothing else, Jim, to use except us fallen, stupid, sin laden creatures. And I guarantee every never Trumpkin on the right and every leftist uh, that's prattling on about Trump's past that if we were to follow them around twenty four seven, three sixty five, uh, look at their browser history, none of us would vote for them. None of us would befriend them. None of us would shake hands with them. We'd all flee from everybody because we're all freaky, creepy, 
people that do not want the scrutiny that Trump's undergone uh, these last four years. Exactly. And um, what was I going to Oh, uh, I was uh, I was noticing reading last week in the in the papers that um, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. over at Liberty University has taken a lot of heat for hiring the former Ole Miss football coach who uh, was fired from Ole Miss because uh, he had fallen short of his uh, his Christian, um, you know, uh, commitment. And, uh, and you know, it just – I don't know when uh, people forgot about the whole uh, principle of forgiveness and, uh, and you know, uh, second chances. Yeah, it's gross to me, man, because, uh, you know, I, I started doing drugs when I was 12. Uh, I, too, did a deep dive into the superfluity and naughtiness after I got clocked by God at the age of 21 on December 7, 1983. I've botched a lot of square dances, man. I have not been perfect, but you know what? God's a redeemer. He's a restorer. He uses broken uh, vessels, and uh, that's what we all are. And these people, man, they better they better understand that uh, to the merciless, God shows no mercy. And if people live in unforgiveness and bitterness, and they're graceless jackasses, and they have no forgiveness and no mercy, then guess what? God doesn't extend it to them when they take the big dirt nap, the audio snooze, and they might find their their way on uh, on um, Bon Scott's famous tune, "The Highway to Hell." Once they take the uh, the big dirt nap, Doug, it strikes me like you're an advocate of a more um, uh, rigorous and um, uh, oh, God, what's the word I'm looking for? Powerful uh, type of Christianity. I see in uh, in Europe. The Pope in Rome is advocating for open borders and shaming people that if they don't literally um, contribute to the end of Western civilization, which is founded on Christendom, that they are somehow unworthy. Yeah, I'd love for the sh- uh, the Pope to shut his blathering pie hole. He he says that you know, sitting on a pagoda, a gold pagoda from the poor Catholics that he takes, you know, uh, strips money from. Uh, he says that behind a ninety foot wall that another Pope built to keep out Muslims. So you go first, Francis, and tear down your wall before you lecture us about how. <laughs> How right. borders are bad. You make uh, the the Vatican the new Constantinople, and we'll listen to what you have to say. Yeah, they're full of crap. He's a liberation theologian. He has nothing to do with uh, Christianity, and uh, he's a he's a radical socialist. And he uses uh, that little Elvis costume and his wand and all of his other gay priests to hide behind. It seems like godless Marxism has taken deep roots in the Catholic religion uh, in the form of this liberation theology, as well as all of the other. Um, basic institutions of Western civilization. Yeah, you look at uh, Saul Alinsky, who wrote Rules for Radicals and dedicated that to uh, El Diablo, Lucifer. Um, he said that one of the first rules that, that he um, does when he comes over to take a city or take the United States uh, or any kind of enclave, he said, immediately infiltrate the churches. And he, uh, in particular, went to the Catholic churches in Chicago, and they received him you know, and his quote-unquote helps, you know, with open arms. The only problem is that they embraced, uh, you know, just radical socialism. And, um, and yeah, well, the Catholic you, it, Church has been inundated with that garbage ever since. If you look at the diocese in Chicago right now, they are a, a, a cesspool of uh, Marxists. 
and, uh, yeah, and they're father, contributing. Father Flager, you know, uh, Father Flager is radical. Man. Absolutely, and contributing to the downfall and uh, disintegration of that once great city. I want to play a clip you for know, you here. Thing, Go ahead. Yeah, the one thing that, uh, that, that you know, evangelical ministers and people who stand on uh, the side of liberty and, uh, and freedom in the Scripture can learn from guys like Flager and stuff is uh, he's active. He believes what he believes, and he goes for it. You know, most Christian ministers now are terrified of offending anybody. They're terrified of any kind of activism. They're terrified of uh, you know the thought police and being politically incorrect. And that's why uh, we keep getting our butt handed to us in regards to the culture wars and the and the political uh, squabbles that we get into. It just strikes me that if uh, if you believe that uh, your obligation is to turn the other cheek and and love your neighbor without uh, you know without uh, discernment, uh, and you're challenged by another culture that uh, believes in uh, just the opposite, that that is a recipe for disaster. And that's why historically, you know, the Catholic Church in Europe was uh, a much more I cannot think of the word uh, not defensive but robust in its uh, defense of Christianity. Yeah, the turn the other cheek proposition that we always get slapped with to, to settle down and curl up in the fetal position and wet our big Christian diaper uh, extends only to uh, personal persecution for one's faith. It has nothing to do with uh, self-defense. It has nothing to do with ecclesiastical and political wrangling, which the Scripture uh, definitely cheers on free speech and debate. I mean, you look at you look at uh, uh, Christ, the chief dragon slayer. Anytime he heard uh, lies, hype, and spin uh, spun in from in front of him, uh, be it by a, a bad politician or a bad priest, he didn't sit there and turn the other cheek. He slapped their cheeks with this thing called the truth, you right. know. But when it comes to you know, are you deny faith? You're going to get shot. Okay, shoot me. I don't care. But as far as uh, we're always supposed to defend truth, we're always supposed to defend our faith. And for any moronic Christian, especially pastor, says otherwise, that we're just supposed to lie down and, <laughs> and get walked on, you should have your ministerial license revoked because you don't understand diddly squat about the position that you hold. Well, we're not only being lectured to by uh, cultural Marxists and Democrats on you know what makes a good Christian, but we're also being lectured by Muslims. And here is a, a fellow named Wajit Ali on CNN um, uh, Following this theme that uh, good Christians can't support Trump or be a Republican. You think evangelicals are selling out to what end? Uh, because they believe that Donald Trump is Cyrus. They call him the Persian pagan king, who is a blunt instrument who will help them deliver religious freedoms for evangelical Christians, will give them conservative judges, who will be pro-life, and will also help protect Israel, not because they care about Jews, because Jews need to control Jerusalem before the second coming of God, which is not Trump, but Jesus. And when Jesus comes back, according to their end of times prophecy, uh, the Jews and Muslims will be erased. But it's still not worth it. And as a Muslim who went to an all all boys Jesuit Catholic high school. Can you imagine a uh, a news channel putting a Christian on to make such of a, a critique of the Muslim faith and all the hell that would break loose if that happened? Yeah, I had it done to me after 9-11, and uh, Robert Spencer over at jihadwatch.org lives in a uh, secluded location in New Hampshire uh, because of the strident death threats just for him in a very modulated, non-dug, bombastic-like way, uh, expose the truth about Islam. Why don't this guy talk about uh, Muhammad's nine-year-old wife, you know? 
or the hundreds of wives he had, or uh, the, uh, the the pre- right. precept that uh, Islam's based on to convert by the sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring up all the people that they've slaughtered. You know, it's it, again. You know, it's uh, Christianity's bad. If Jim, if you're a Christian, if you're a conservative, if you're an evangelical, and uh, you believe in this thing of liberty. Then, oh my God! In uh, in the sassy secular United States of liberal acrimony, you're the Antichrist. I gotta say, I uh, I really appreciate the the old Baptist religion and and the muscular way in which they defend the religion and defend their uh, their uh, political beliefs based on what is good for their values and their beliefs. Uh, this is Franklin Graham, uh, who is I would say uh, the best uh, example that we could follow. Uh, and uh, commenting on why he, t- he supports Trump. I think he's been the most friendly uh, president to the Christian faith than anyone I can remember in my lifetime, uh, going back to Reagan or whoever. Uh, he has been very supportive in defending religious freedom. And I think it's important that we uh, work for Trump, try to help him, do all that we can to support him. I don't agree with everything he says or everything he tweets, um, but I certainly agree with what he's done as it relates to religious liberty and freedom and defending our rights to believe the way we believe God has called us uh, to live our lives. So I thank God for President Trump, and I encourage the churches get behind him. And uh, I see Donald Trump as our, our last hope. You know, Doug, I don't uh, entertain any any notions that uh, Donald Trump is a perfect man. None of us are. But certainly in the way that he has uh, pursued policy, he has defended uh, Christians and uh, and people of all faiths and he has uh, he has defended life, and uh, there's not much more you could ask for a politician than that. Yeah, I would like uh, uh, Jim and, and your audience also uh, do this uh, nasty challenge next time you get, especially somebody who calls himself a Christian, like I just can't support Donald Trump, and I just you know he's just blah 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 blah. Ask them if they can um, uh, tell you what was the first thing that Trump did uh, when he got behind that August desk where Bill boinked Monica. Ask him if they have any kind of knowledge whatsoever. I think it was uh, to cut uh, hundreds of millions of dollars from international abortion in the Mexico City policy, which happens to be the first thing that Obama enforced once he was inaugurated. Yet uh, Franklin's completely right, man. Every, everything that concerns a Christian who uh, takes seriously uh, the implementation through the Constitution of the Judeo-Christian worldview, which happens to undergird Western civilization, which has happened to bless America uniquely for 200-plus years, which also happens to be the place where 97% of all the benevolence uh, spawns from in this planet. Uh, I think anybody who takes their worldview seriously and it being you know, morphed into policy that you know, free people can uh, exist, whether they buy into the belief system or not, if you look at what Trump's done, he's the Christian's best friend, and that's why we wrote uh, uh, what Jesus wrote for Trump. We go through 25 uh, different serious policy issues that's on the front of all reasonable and thinking people, and we run what Trump has done heretofore through the gauntlet of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And, uh, and it's, you know, try to debate my book. It's 400 pages of serious biblical research, you know, that's, that's matched with his person and his policies. And I think from a, from a uh, biblical standpoint, I think, again, he's the believer's best buddy. 
Would Jesus vote for Trump? You can get it on Amazon. Doug, uh, I'd like to hold you through the break if you've got time and uh, come back and talk to you a little bit about this impeachment fever that's gripped Washington, D.C. Yeah, you bet. Hold on. Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling, the complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day and for as little as $1.99 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathroom. If you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 800-693-3152. 800-693-3152. That's 800-693-3152. And we're talking with Doug Giles, founder and editor of Clash Daily. His new book is With Jesus Vote for Trump, and you can get it on Amazon. Doug, I wanted to, just while I've got you, talk to you a little bit about what's going on in Washington, D.C. It looks like the Democrats uh, have been gripped by this fever, and old Nancy has uh, capitulated to her far-left base. And uh, and they are now uh, embarked on what I would call Russiagate 2.0, in a desperate attempt to uh, to continue, you know, pursuing Trump and keep him from getting a second term, what are you? What's your take on what's going on, bro? I love it. You talk about, uh, you know, would Jesus vote for Trump? I think God just gave uh, America and everybody who like like likes what Trump's doing a gift. Man, this is the dumbest crap that I've seen the the Democrats do heretofore. And uh, like you said, they're blind with Trump derangement syndrome. You know, before it was Stormy Daniels, you know, oh, Stormy's going to bring him down. Brett Kavanaugh was a gang raper. That didn't work. Weren't they trying to to impeach Kavanaugh like two weeks ago? Oh, and and just before that, it was something else. Uh, It's been a constant stream of uh, these these hoaxes. But this uh, this latest one really takes the cake because basically once you see right through it, it's just Russiagate 2.0. They're just continuing to try to keep this administration on the defensive so that uh, Trump yeah, won't have a chance to get to the bottom of the deep state wrongdoing in 2016. Uh, that's what blows up in their face. And if people think I'm crazy about, uh, you know, all of their gotcha moments blowing up in their in their face, just uh, ask Andrew McCabe how things are going and James Comey. I think it's, um, I think, you know, Tulsi Gabbard seems like the only person that's got a lick of common sense. The last and, adult uh, were left in the room over at the Democrat Party. Yeah, she, she's saying, listen, this is a bad idea. Don't do it. The country's already divided deep enough. This is, <laughs> this is going to tilt it, you know, completely to the right. Uh, first of all, impre- impeaching Trump's never going to happen. The Constitution requires a two-thirds supermajority to convict him. Uh, it's like you said about Pelosi. Every time that chick gets that uh, Westworld band roll on glaze and she looks like she's got <laughs> something very important to do, like you know her well-orchestrated bowel movement's about to happen, I know that whatever's going to come out of her mouth next is complete and utter BS. And, 
<laughs> and that's what we saw happen uh, just the other night. And uh, I'm so behind this. Uh, Jim, I've got to tell you, man, I'm so behind this because when, when the air goes out of this balloon, the public is going to punish the Democrats for this stuff because we just spent two years and 25 to $40 million on the Mueller investigation and got a big nothing burger out of it. This is going to be the same thing, if not worse. I don't think it's going to live very long, uh, to be honest with you. We've all seen this movie before. This is just a bad sequel, and what they're doing is, is just highlighting now that it's focusing focusing on Ukraine, this uh, this spying uh, and this uh, all all of these dirty tricks that the deep state perpetrated on Donald Trump uh, in 2016, yeah. and they have chosen uh, their ground to stand on the most uh, you know unfavorable ground you could possibly take, uh, and it's going to exp- it's going to blow Joe Biden's campaign up, and it's going to leave the Democrats <laughs> with a a socialist from Massachusetts as their candidate, uh, unless they figure out some way to uh, to blow her out too. But you know how how well has it worked for the Democrats trying to elect leftists from Massachusetts in the past? Kerry and, uh, and uh, uh, Dukakis. And yeah, and don't and don't Kennedy. forget Mitt Romney. It didn't, Mitt it didn't Romney, work for us either. Mitt Romney. <laughs> there you go, Kennedy, Romney, Dukakis, and Kerry, four time losers. It's almost like yeah, the Democrats I, have a death wish. I tell you what, uh, I, uh, I haven't been hearing too much from old creepy Joe Biden about this. I guarantee that he's going to be the one that comes out the big loser because he actually did uh, bully the Ukrainians into firing the prosecutor and withholding aid from them, and he brags about it, and we got it on video from, from last summer. Also, Hunter Biden, uh, he's, gonna, he's got a lot of explaining to do, as uh, Lucy uh, or, or Ricky used to say to Lucy all the time in the Lucille Ball show, how, how did how did old Hunter Biden uh, get you know six hundred thousand dollars a year to to do a job that he doesn't know diddly squat? Well, about? you're how wrong about you're Biden? wrong about that, Doug. He had a very he was qualified for that job and his sole qualification, but it was an overwhelming qualification. He was the son of the U.S. Vice President, and that three yeah, million dollars uh, uh, that they paid him for that board position was. Money well spent because he did, in fact, get those corruption charges dismissed, uh, and that was what he was there for to begin with. Well, this is go, this man. is such a simple standard. This is such a simple um, uh, corrupt a bit of corruption that everybody can recognize. The only qualification Hunter Biden had to sit on that board was his dad was vice president, and then yeah. lo and behold, his vice president dad turned around and had those charges dismissed. Case closed. Yeah, no corruption there, man. And, uh, and Biden's uh, uh, strangely silent uh, today. But, um, I, again, I want this thing to go to a vote. Uh, I want the House reps and the senators who want to vote for impeachment, I want them to, to get on record real quick. I say we push for the vote. Uh, here's what's going to happen. If, if they go for impeachment and they fail, uh, they won't be reelected, especially in battleground states. So I say let's do it, man. Let's get on this <laughs> Let's get on this horse. Well, it would be nice if the the Senate Republicans grew a pair and actually called Hunter Biden up there to testify in open court the same way that they uh, they have Trump's kids or uh, open hearings and uh, and and start fighting back a little bit. It makes me wonder sometimes while they sit in their hands up there in the Senate Judiciary and Intelligence Committees, if the deep state doesn't actually have something on uh, Richard Burr and uh, Lindsey Graham. 
Yeah, you never know, man. Uh, again, you know, it's a weird and fetid game, this political world. And, uh, you know, the cardinal rule of politics is never be caught in bed with a dead woman or a live man. So there could be some pictures floating out there. Uh, uh, Barr seems like an up, upright type dude. And, um, you know, the fallout again from the blowback on the Mueller investigation and all the FISA abuses and all that other stuff um, – I think, you know, maybe maybe we have to wait a little while, Jim, after Trump uh, wins in a landslide in 2020. But, uh, yeah, I think they could still I think they could still be in some deep weeds. Or the Republicans lies. retake the House and, uh, and hold the Senate. Yeah, exactly. and maybe we can start getting some stuff done for the American people. Yeah, something like that. Doug Isles is founder and editor of Clash Daily and co-author of the new book, Would Jesus Vote for Trump? You can get it on Amazon. And you can visit his website at ClashDaily.com where you can find his excellent podcast. You can follow Doug on Twitter at Doug underscore Giles. That's G-I-L-E-S. Doug underscore Giles. Doug, thanks for joining us. It's great to talk to you. I hope you come back and join us again sometime. Yeah, buddy. Stay ready, Jim. Take care. Well, that's about it for this show. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow right here on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. For another edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. We'll talk to you then. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home.